Welcome everyone to another episode of The Soap. My name is Daniel and for this episode we're joined for the first time by Taylor. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Now this episode we thought we would talk a little bit about a game, uh, it's a little bit older now, but we're going to be talking about Little Big Planet 3. Uh, it's something that me and Taylor have enjoyed over the past few years. Um, we played some of the older ones and we've been looking at uh, Little Big Planet 3 for a bit of Taylor's streaming side. So Taylor's looking at getting into that kind of thing. So um taylor where, where would you like to start with talking about this well as you said before we have enjoyed this game for many years we used to play it all the time and i love the concept of it it is just so quirky so weird and you just have a whole imagination of just being able to create what you want play what you want and how you want to play it and all different characters and it's just really fun and it's not just for kids like i'm 23 and i still play it so what I love about it is that it really invokes this feeling of a parent and some kids creating with cardboard boxes and things like that, this whole environment, this whole setting. So whilst we're playing a video game in it, I feel like, you know, a parent has gotten a whole bunch of cardboard, made a whole bunch of little mazes and toys, and they've got their kids to sit down and go through and play it. And that's why I find this one really good. It really invokes that imagery. Yeah, it's like a little puppet show. I always used to love doing them as a kid, so having it actually virtually on my TV, it is just a whole different world. It's awesome. And my son loves it too, so it makes it even better that we can both play. Now, this is on uh, both PS3 and PS4. It is a Sony PlayStation exclusive. Now, we're going all the way back to 2014 for this one. That came out about November, December back in 2014, so we are going back a fair while. Although the other ones we're talking a lot longer. I mean, Taylor, how long ago has it been since we were playing them side by side? Oh, gosh. It would have been 2011 12 I reckon about that timeline um, when we were playing it side by side and um, playing Little Big Planet 2 instead of the third one so that's quite yeah. a fair while ago <laughs> certainly is so look it's a game that gets a lot of praise it's got a lot to it there's a lot of creativity involved for this one um, and there's so many elements with this one so firstly let's talk a little bit about how you play the game it's a platformer which means you're running side to side trying to jump collect um, complete puzzles things like that you do get many characters in that um, so we talk firstly about Sackboy being the protagonist it's a, a little doll that's made out of I guess you know like a potato sack kind of thing um, and you run around and as you go along you meet a lot of characters and you get a lot of different um, outfits costumes friends to help you along the journey um, Taylor I mean has there been anyone notable for you in terms of characters or things you can play as well See, I love Sackboy. He's been in it from the beginning, so he's always going to be my favourite. And there's so many costumes you can put yourself into to make your Sackboy so different. Like, it just doesn't have to be a potato sack, per se. You can be Spongebob, you can be a knight, you can be a princess, you can be uh, Layla. Um, and you can just um, you can just be whoever you want to be, really. And you can also create your own... Uh, characters and your own costumes and it just makes it so much more fun um, so you're not just one character throughout the whole game that's what makes it really interesting and really fun for me because I love being Spongebob and then I love also being a skeleton as well it just it's so cute 
of how you can just change this one character and make it into so many. Yeah, it's that personalization that really keeps you immersed in the game. It doesn't have, you know, the graphics and things like that that other games have. It's about the feeling and the imagination that you put into it. And personalizing how your Sackboy looks is certainly a huge part of that. But there were three new characters additions in Little Big Planet 3 over the previous ones. Um, so firstly, we had Odd Sock, which is the four-legged uh, dog-like character. He can run a bit faster and he can do those wall jumps and that. Um, I mean, Taylor, how did you find when they added a dog to what you could play? Well, it kind of doesn't look like a dog, to be honest. It looks a bit like a weird frog, but I love how they <laughs> interpreted as a dog and you can also, again, change it into a crocodile per se. And it makes it like a little sidekick that Sackboy needs to help him finish his levels. And it's just like, you know, man's best friend next year going on adventures. I just think that was an awesome touch. It's very cute. Yeah. And then you've got Swoop, which is the bird-like character who can fly around levels and he can pick up other objects. What was cool, though, I know we were just recently looking at this, is uh, Big Toggle, um, who you were playing as, where you, he can toggle into a miniature version called Little Toggle. And that allows you to do a whole lot of things with this one character. Big Toggle obviously weighs a lot more. He can't jump in that as much, but he can weigh down all the switches, things like that. Little Toggle allows you to run over water, jump up higher, all that kind of stuff. I found that really cool watching you uh, play that recently. Yes, I love Big Toggle and Little Toggle. Big like bear, heavy like Yeti, and then you got Little Light like a feather. And It's just um, really cool how you have to switch between the two to be able to get past certain bits, and it's just like two characters in one because you can dress up Big Toggle as, say, Patrick Star, for example, and then the little one as like this little tactical you know, dude that looks like he's ready to go out into war and, you know, pretty precise of how he goes about things. So it's like a, a good match to have the switch between the two. I think that was an incredible touch. He'd be my second favourite, to be honest. How did you feel about the storyline? Um, I guess the big thing is the, the narration. I don't suppose you actually know who narrates Little Big Planet 3? Uh, sadly, no, I don't, actually. Um, he sounds very familiar. Yeah, <laughs> you kick yourself when you hear this one. It's actually Stephen Fry who uh, oh. does all the narration for it, which is why it sounds so perfectly familiar. And there probably couldn't be a better voice to really guide you on this journey. He does so well um, with this. Now, a couple of different characters. You've got um, you got Newton, um, done by Hugh Laurie who interrupts the narrator um, and creates that wormhole, which sends uh, Sackboy to Bunkum. It sounds very British when I yes. say Bunkum. <laughs> Um, I'm not too sure where the developer's actually from, but you do sometimes get this oddly British feel, although we were talking, we had the Russian character um, yes. just recently when you were playing. The um, Russian doll. <laughs> there is some like really interesting characters that they've put into the storyline, and they all feel very personal. Like I don't feel like, oh, it's another same, same character. I do find them very quirky, very um, individual uh, with it. Well, I like how they've done that, being that uh, you have so many people creating a game and they all would have their input. So if you had someone that thought of, you know, a Russian doll and they probably had a toy and trying to make that into a Russian accent with looking like a Russian doll and putting it in perfectly, where other ones might remind them, say, of their uncle or their brother or their grandpa and making it so quirkily weird, like how that person would interpret that person that they know to be. So I think there's a lot of personalization in the game and makes it a bit more homey um, 
and more open to play with kids and also adults because you can sort of connect with it because it reminds you of the toys that you probably had as well. Exactly. Um, so storyline, it focuses around uh, both Newton as well as Nanopod um, and it's these three titans that are going to be unleashed um, on this world. So there's this big epic storyline that's behind it all and it's the kind of thing that you'd want to tell your kids for it. I really feel like they really hit that perfectly on the mark is that i could easily imagine someone's parent telling this story you know someone the kids like tell me a story tell me a story and here we go here's the story yeah definitely i love the story that they have on it it's like oh Sackboy boy has to go wake up these three titans to save little big planet so what are we gonna do to get there to wake them up and you meet all these people along the way and it's just a really big adventure that you can't just tell it in one night it would be like a month's worth of bedtime stories to the kids. So one of the big things about Little Big Planet is that the levels are very um, open and very different. And it also gives you this world creator. So you can create all these extra levels and modes and all that. But within the storyline, each level has so many different ways of uh, approaching it. It's not just your traditional platformer of run left, right, and, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Taylor, maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of the kind of puzzles and games that you'll find within Little Big Planet. Well, I was uh, actually playing one before. Um... I think it was turn the clock it's so it's a mini game where you're bouncing from one big clock to another smaller clock and trying to not jump through the holes and not be near a bomb when this clock is disintegrating so like you're having to really be strategic and also your heart is in your throat trying to make sure you don't hit the wrong spot and it's just very intense and then when you finish it's just like uh, it's like oh no i want to try that again and with other mini games it's like karting as well like you can do races and it's just really cool how they just did the whole game as a storyline and well as well as little games so you can get more stickers you can get more balls and you can get a higher score and just be up there and share it with your mates yeah i was enjoying that uh mini game you had with toggle where obviously toggle can be big toggle and little toggle and you had to change between the two at the top and the bottom so it's like a split screen and uh obviously little toggle can get through the holes so you needed to make little toggle in the place where the hole was about to come up and big toggle in the other location so it's about switching those characters around and each analog stick controlled a different one so left analog was top and right analog was the bottom um, character so there was a lot going on in this one little space between changing which size you were as well as moving two different characters left and right at the same time yeah it was very disorientating and um i reckon if i tried it again i would have gotten the hang of it um it, it was just yeah it's so weird of trying to get your mind in that like certain point where you can actually concentrate but yet also you can't concentrate too hard otherwise you stuff up so it's more about using your imagination and letting yourself go with the game and that's what i really love about it and like you mentioned uh collecting stickers and things like that so each level has a bunch of marbles i guess they would be uh that you collect and uh, the goal being to get 100 percent every time you do a level um and then on top of that there's extra stickers and the stickers can be cosmetic to do up your own spaceship but they can also be to unlock certain puzzles so you may need to unlock a sticker and then put it in a certain location and that will create an effect like removing water from a level or something like that. Taylor how do you find the whole collectible side of it? Does it make you want to redo it more? Yes it does. If I don't get 100% um, I want to go back and try my best to get 100% 
with some of the levels, yeah, you need your friends to help with, so it's kind of hard to collect more, but um, trying to get at least, I think it's 85 or 90% um, you can get on your own. Uh, if I don't get that, I strive for that, and I want to do that level again to get that. Um, and then you're seeing the level again, but in such a different way, because you're trying to find out little loopholes and little ways to get those stickers. I love getting those stickers. <laughs> And that's the thing is that it is a co-op designed game. So bringing your friends along for the adventure is like so important to it. You do need them in order to do some of the puzzles. So one friend may be pulling a lever while the other person's collecting all the collectibles and that for you. Um, so it really does. I, I feel like it's a good way of encouraging you without penalizing you. Yes, definitely. Um, it's good that you can collect stuff on your own. So if you don't have a friend to play the game with you, but then also if you want to play a game together, you can have up to four characters um, on the screen. And it's just, you're all sharing this level and you're getting through it together. And I guess that's the whole point of their tagline being play, create, share, being that, yeah, you got to share the game like with yourself, with your mates, with people you don't know. Like, it's a great way to bring a community together. Yeah, and it, it's really good the way that they encourage you to do better. The, the 85% versus the 100%, you know, you always fall short there. There's the no dying um, gives you different rewards. So if you yeah. complete a level, you can die a lot of times and it won't stop you from completing it but to get the maximum amount of rewards then there's no um no deaths allowed and there's also like leaderboards as well so you can really compete with your friends it's not just how you know how good can i be it's how much better than my friends can i be and it gives you a fun um method of competing with them to see who's better yeah definitely i love a little bit of competitiveness it um just makes me want to strive better and see how good i can get at the game and just, yeah, comparing to friends like you would with other games. Just you get to actually see it. <laughs> well, there's other games like uh, being not just Little Big Planet, like there's karting and there's uh, Run Sack Boy Run that's on your phone and stuff like that, which I thought was pretty cool. I didn't know that you could have Run Sack Boy Run on your phone. Yeah, I actually have a copy of Little Big Planet karting. Um, it's essentially Mario Kart done with everything for. Um, you know, Little Big Planet. It's an interesting concept. It, it plays quite well. It just felt like they kind of left it after a while. And it's something that, like Little Big Planet, where you can have all these skins and extra levels and things like that. I really feel like they could have kept going and really pushed that a lot more. Because I'm pretty sure that one's only on the PS3. I don't think there's ever been a version that's come to the PS4 at all. Yeah, no, it's only on PS3 and it's quite old. Like, it's eight years old. Um, I would love for them to make a new one so I can create my own cart and race with other people that has created their own and race against each other and just make it a little bit better where I don't have a PS3 anymore sadly uh, so I can't play it and like I, I love karting I love the racing part of it as well because it's just so weird <laughs> it's not like your normal karting games yeah it's interesting like we talked about it was what 2014 that this this game came out and older for little big planet karting so it's interesting that it's been so long since we've seen something like that i do know they did the uh, um the ps4 exclusive dreams for it but it's not really the same kind of thing for it so i'm, I'm sure they've got a huge market and it's successful but it's not more of little big planet which i think a lot of people are actually hanging out for yeah no i am hanging out for a new little big planet and i really hope they do make another one because it will always hold a little special place in my heart 
Um, and I would just love to see more storylines, more games I can finish and more that I can share with my little man. So, and also to play with you as well. So like, I want more. <laughs> so please give me more. It's interesting you mentioned, because obviously you have a son um, and I take it you've played Little Big Planet with him. Is that right? Yeah, we play it all the time. Um, we more create our own levels and it gets quite complicated at some times, but it's just the joy of sitting with him for a little bit and creating our own and um, doing as many costumes as we can and um, doing also the mini games and stuff like that. He won't necessarily go on the uh, storyline with me because um, he just likes to create his own thing, which I totally love that he has that imagination. So I encourage that so much and I love doing it with him. Have you found any other games that fill the same kind of space as Little Big Planet does um, in terms of bonding with him? Um, oh gosh, no, not really. <laughs> like he has his own, you know, tastes in uh, games, and so do I. Um, being that, you know, he loves Sonic. I love Sonic. Who doesn't? But like, it doesn't do the same for me as what Little Big Planet does playing with him. Like I'll watch him play, or he'll watch me play. It's just that all we'll play together it's just when we're doing little big planet it's like you're interacting with it like the character itself let alone when you're sitting on your couch like you can drag your other character by the side so he's pretty much dragging me or i'm dragging him while i'm just like playing around with him on the couch like so it's also like reality and virtual connection that we have on little big planet it's so different to other two-player games have you tried other things? Uh, I guess like Minecraft being a common example? Yeah, we um, played Minecraft quite a bit. Uh, it gets a little bit difficult um, given the situation that we put in um, to play it together, but he is always playing it. And then when he's not playing it, pretty much I am. Um, I love Minecraft. I love the concept of that game. But again, you're not connecting in the sense of Little Big Planet. Cause it's Minecraft, not couch co-op. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Um, yeah. And with Minecraft, it's awesome for, you know, stimulation and building and coordination and all that sort of stuff. Um, but then so is Little Big Planet. Like, with Minecraft, they're blocks. And with Little Big Planet, you have so many different shapes to make sure that it fits in everywhere. And it's just a lot more coordination skills that are being learnt in the game. And I really like that. Have you ever considered uh, doing like a real life version of Little Big Planet, whether cardboard boxes and marbles and things like that, or making a sack boy, that kind of thing? Yes, I do want to make my own little sack boy. Um, I also want to make one for my boy. Um, I also want to do like a little puppet show and make a maze with it as well. And gosh, I haven't owned marbles in years. And I think that would be a great opportunity to grab like a ball of marbles and get sack boy to collect them all with with my own literal sack boy. <laughs> that would be so cool. Do you think if you were a kid when these games came out that you would play it, say, with your mum or something like that? Um, I know that I would want to play it. I don't know about my mum. She's not that much into things I'm into as to why we're so different. But um, I reckon I would have played it a lot, like day to day, if it came out when I was a kid. Um, and also the fact that I could play with my friends too and create something together with my mates. And it's like, heck yeah. And talk about it on the schoolyard and like as soon as I get home, I do like after school stuff, but then I'd go straight on it. I know I would be obsessed as much as I probably am now. It's like um recently 
thinking about making my own sack boy, I actually researched it a little bit. Um, finding out all the materials that I would need and sort of stitching I'd need to learn again and all the little costumes you can put together, like taking it off other toys or making my own. And I, I'm thinking of putting together like something to show people how to make their own sack boy because sack boy is so cute and everyone should have one. So I would love to share that and make my own and yeah connect with other people to hopefully make their own do you reckon you could cosplay as a sack boy or sack girl in your case oof that would be a bit hard um being that i am not made out of wool um i guess i could uh but it's more all about like how you would dress up as a kid like if you dress up as rapunzel or like a stormtrooper even or just wearing a big box over your head and drawing your face on it and moving your body around and making it look funny like of course you can cosplay sack boy it's just hard to do it as sack boy because it's pretty much just like a little toy version of a person so yeah i reckon it's doable um it'd be quite hard actually we might have to look into that a bit more to see if anyone's actually done that it'd be interesting one of the things we talked about earlier was about streaming, and I know Little Big Planet for you has been a, a pretty happy medium for um, getting into streaming. What do you think about Little Big Planet makes it so easy for you to stream as opposed to other games? Um, well, I'd like to say that I'm quite quirky. Um, I still love my imagination. I think I connect with it a lot more than serious games, and I can make other people connected to it as well. Um, being that the game is quite funny I think I'm hilarious so it goes sort of together and it, it's being weird together and you have to be odd to be number one so like I like to be odd and the game is odd and I want to put that together and I think it would work pretty well because with serious games I concentrate a bit too much on what I'm doing and a lot of people wouldn't be interested in watching me watching a screen and not saying a thing <laughs> Uh, and I mean, with streaming, let's talk a little bit about that while we've got you on the show. What's drawing you to want to start streaming? Well, I love playing games. That is probably number one reason. And two, I want to show people how I am when I play my games. And I know I can be quite weird. And I know people would like to see weirdness because there's not enough of that in the world and we need more of that we need more funniness in the world and me playing games that bring out my childish side of me I guess um, makes me want to show other people that and get them involved in something hilarious what's been your biggest hurdle so far in starting your streaming um, I am quite shy uh, which sort of sets me back just that little bit but I have been opening up a little bit more to be able to engage with anyone that watches um, and I've started to sort of learn to not care but care uh, so that would be my biggest hurdle is I'm um, opening up my shell a bit because being weird is not easy <laughs> and do you have any goals for your streaming is there anything that you'd like to achieve or do I would just love to have people be happy with what they watch i don't want to be the serious streamer um i want to be the funny one i don't care if i get made fun of as long as people are laughing that's my main goal i want to make people happy i want to make myself happy 
by doing that and I want to show you know people how to play like how I play not necessarily the game itself and yeah my goal is literally to put a smile on everyone's face that watches me and do you think you'll uh, hit other mediums? We talk about Twitch, which is um, streaming live so people can join and watch and interact with you. Do you think you'll look more into uh, other mediums, YouTube, uh, in terms of reviews, um, specific videos, guides, anything like that? I think I would later on. Um, right now, I just am enjoying what I'm doing at the moment. Um, I would like to go a bit further with different platforms and things like that and doing specific videos and talking more about what I love and talking more about what other people love as well and getting into the groove of that. Right now I do like my Twitch um, and I will look into YouTube and going further with other things like that and doing different types of videos. Okay. And we talked a little bit about cosplaying as Sackboy. Have you looked into the cosplaying side of things? Do you think that's something that you may end up doing at some point? Uh, yeah, I have looked into it. Um, uh, I cannot do what a lot of people are so very good at. I like the basic cosplays and I would be more than happy to do the simple ones and maybe work my way up from there. I do like cosplay, it's just I know I can't get to where other people are. Um, but I definitely would give it a shot as well. Um, and again, if it's going to look funny, it's going to put smiles on people's faces. And also I tried something different. So it's all wins there. So yeah, I'll definitely try. Perfect. And I think that is the important thing. It's about uh, setting out to achieve a goal and being able to enjoy it yourself and have a laugh. You know, we're all flawed in some way. We'll all make mistakes. And it's it's that fun side of things of doing something. But also when you do fail, you have a look back and you have a laugh and you learn from it. So that's very exciting. Now your streaming name, you go by Common Bug. Is that right? Yes, I do. <laughs> and where did that come from? Um... To be honest, I really don't remember. Uh, it's when I got my PS4 um, and creating a PSN. Um, I just thought of a weird name before that and then Common Bug came about. I'm just like, you know what? That actually works. You know, it's weird, but it sounds common, but it isn't because it's me and I'm not common. Um, and yeah, it, it was just a name that literally came to my head. I don't know how I thought of it or why I thought of it, but... I did and it stuck and I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, it's certainly something that we'd like to see a lot more of and uh, hopefully we can do a lot more content with you on the soap as well. Do you have an idea of when you're probably going to hit more mainstream for the streaming and that kind of stuff? Um, at the moment, I'm not quite too sure. I would like it to be soon. Uh, it's just figuring out little um, hurdles and uh, little setbacks or um, little things I think of and wanting to put that into place uh, so I honestly don't have a timeline right now but I know it's going to be before the end of the month. Okay perfect. Um, well was there any last thoughts that you had on either Little Big Planet or on the streaming side of things? Well uh, a bit of both actually. Um, I would love to have someone with me playing Little Big Planet while um, I'm streaming to help me get 100%, help you get 100% as well. So it feels like you're a sense of achievement as well because you did that too. Um, I love putting that thought together and sharing that moment with mates 
or anyone that wants to sort of join and feel that sense of accomplishment together and people get to see that and get smiles out of it. Perfect. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can join you at some point. I know schedules are sometimes a bit harder. I believe you're going to try and look at streaming a lot more during the day, weekdays. Is that right? Uh, at the moment, yeah. Um, just because under certain circumstances with um, all this coronavirus stuff going on, um, I'm out of a job. So I wanted to find something constructive to do and this is the best way to do it. And I have most of the time through the day uh, to do that. And that's when I know people would be watching as well. Um, but then when things change, obviously I'm going to change and, you know, life gets in the way, but definitely during the week, weekdays through the day. Perfect. Well, we certainly look forward to doing that. And like I said, hopefully we can uh, line something up. Maybe we can jump on with you or hopefully one of the audience members can reach out and uh, jump on. So Taylor, you'll be found under Common Bug. So look it up on both Twitch, YouTube, all those kind of things. Try and find her on there. Um, and yeah, we'll certainly be supporting that. To everyone else listening, though, thank you for joining us on this episode. We hope you learned a little bit about Little Big Planet as well as Common Bug. Um, like us, subscribe, all the usual uh You'll find all the links below. Um, but yeah, again, Taylor, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this time. No worries. All right, everyone, enjoy. We look forward to hearing from you soon. You have been listening to the So Podcast. Join us again soon for another episode. And don't forget to hit us up on all the social media platforms because we love hearing from you. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>